they're very cagey about discussing uh, uh, Jewish topics for obvious reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I cannot get to the bottom of Jewish media control in continental Europe very well. And I've I've been able to find some uh, uh, some information uh, about Great Britain. That's available. Mm-hmm. Uh, but getting to the bottom of Jewish media control in in continental Europe is not that easy, and and when you when you talk to their nationals, they're not very open about it. Yeah. Uh, they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, they they could they, for all they know the conversation could be monitored or you know they I could do a, uh, they could go to prison for a speedy five years real quickly. Yeah, and, and I I don't know. Uh, I mean I don't think there's any law in Great Britain. That would allow an Englishman. Uh, that would not allow an Englishman to say that you know this this paper is owned by Jews, and and so I think that's that's still that's still legal over there. But uh, I I haven't gotten to the bottom of media control in in like Germany or Italy mm-hmm. or uh, France. Uh, I think Figaro is owned by Jews, if I if I remember right. But um, I think if you do you if you if you have time, Jeff, and you can do some research on that, I think you'll find uh, the same horrible little tribe scurrying away in the media in Europe that are scurrying away in the media in Great Britain, who are scurrying away in the media in the United States. Yeah, and in fa- and in fact, in all our white lands. I I I would think I would think you're right. Uh, uh, we just have this um, you know language barrier. Uh, do you speak any foreign languages, uh, uh, James? No, I, w- I uh-huh. wish I did, uh, Jeff. Uh-huh. You know, you told me... Uh, you I told have a tough time with English. Yeah, <laughs> you do pretty well. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, you told me something that was really fascinating, and you told me you were visit- you had visited Spain, mm-hmm. and did you tell me you saw 50,000 not white nationalists no, it was a. Uh, we went. Uh, it was just a, a, a holiday, and we went to Spain, uh-huh. and we needed to kill some time, so we we went to Barcelona. Okay. And we walked right into a uh, in, into the plaza in Barcelona, into a, a, a rally of the Spanish Falange. Oh yeah. Which was Franco's uh, party, which is still alive today. Yeah, there was like fifty thousand people in the square. It, it, it was quite phenomenal. <laughs> Wow, that I would love to see that. And during the meeting, and after the meeting, after the the, uh, the big rousing speech by the speaker, and there was all the uh, the right arm salutes, which I've never seen so many go up in my life. Wow, <laughs> it, was, it was quite inspiring, actually. Well, tell me, there's we got the, there's this guy. Um, he's an Italian, and he he. Uh, He's a he's a soccer player, football player, mm-hmm. and uh, he's quite fond of uh, of giving the right hand salute, the, the salute in the in, to the stands. And, and why does he do that? Does he do that for just for effect, or uh, uh, what's what's his story? Um, I forgot uh, Paul. I forgot what his name is now. Um, but yeah, his his local team has a fervent uh, support base amongst. The Italian nationalist community. Okay. And they're not afraid to show it at their home games. Okay. So, um, amongst the supporters, they have these what's called sport clubs in Italy. Uh huh. 
all these sports clubs are run by nationalist organizations or if it's in like uh, the, the city of Bologna which is uh, 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 for the most part uh, a Marxist red city ah. their local team would be uh, throwing up um, the clenched fist and supporting uh, Marxism you know ah. so they all have all these all these so-called social clubs political social clubs which are involved in, in the local football team you know this he's, is a this is he's a, a, uh-huh. he, he's a member of one of the, the nationalist sports clubs. If you haven't seen this guy, he gets up there, and I've seen pictures of him. The stadium is packed, and there's, uh, I don't know how many people that can fit in a bit, one of those big stadiums like that. And uh, uh, he, gives, he gives the Nazi salute to the crowd. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen these pictures, and he, like, he like grits his teeth. And uh, you know, you know, yeah. uh, and then gives the Nazi this like this grimacing warlike kind of face, and uh, and well, he, he he he's quoted in the press and saying, "Well, why are you uh, throwing up the fascist salute?" He's going, "Well, I'm just it's it's just something I do naturally to my people." <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotta look up this. Uh, you guys gotta look up these photos. They're just awesome. Yeah. And uh, you know, um, Italy has a very long pedigree of this sort of, um, of these sort of uh, political clubs, political sports clubs. Mm-hmm. And actually, this type of thing goes back deep into the Middle Ages, actually. Mm. Uh, and it, uh, uh, you know, it, it was it was much more family centered back in those days. But uh, and in fact, I think everyone knows who's listening. In fact, the uh, the granddaughter of Mussolini, uh, Alessandra Mussolini, is a member of the European Parliament. Ah, yeah, she's quite interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't, I haven't probed her, uh, her political beliefs. I don't know if she has a sort of neo-fascist thinking in, in her thought, in her. Uh... Yeah, they call her a fascist. Yeah, uh, there's a great thing online. Where I, I wish I could, I could speak Italian, but it's, it's this. Um, if you can call it a TV debate, this woman called her a fascist, and she turned around and say, "I'd sooner be a fascist than a faggot." <laughs> you know, I, I think of maybe of all the continentals, I think maybe the Italians are the freest to speak. Very fiery. Yeah, <laughs> they had that guy, uh, you know, with the French team, and actually, I, I was when when that game was playing, I, I was talking to a German, and uh, he was just he was just talking about. You know how he hoped Italy beat the hell out of France, mm. and uh, and Italy and, and Germany have had a, a very long history together. I mean, uh, that also goes back into the Middle Ages. They 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 were they've had a very they've been they've been partnered for a long time. But uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh, but they had that. Uh, uh, getting back to the main topic here, they had that politician there in Italy who said, "Well, you know, France has tried to staff its uh, its football team with niggers and communists." Mm. Yeah. And uh, you know what do they expect? Of course, they're going to yeah. be beaten. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, these white nationalists, American white nationalists over here, they're 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 wondering where to go, you know, because they they see the writing on the wall over here, mm. and uh, you know, they say, do we go to Eastern Europe? Do we go to uh, you know Russia? Where do we go to get out of this hellhole? And uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe we should go to Italy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you know. Most American white nationalists are too phlegmatic, uh, you know, too reserved for Italy. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know if, if we have enough of that kind of Latin blood in our in our uh, 
Yeah, the, poli- the politics over there are very, very fiery. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm not sure, uh, but I don't know. I, th- I think it'd be, you know, what's odd about about Europe as I look at it from afar, and you know what's so interesting is an American, uh, uh, because of our situation here, we can kind of, we can kind of identify with all the countries of Europe very easily, and uh, and you know I'm, I'm sure you know, that's the case even for European to some degree, but you know I mean because. I think I think most white nationalists sort of see themselves as being European uh, of a European lineage, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we don't have the national biases uh which I think are can be healthy in Europe itself, but uh you know, we can kind of identify with a lot of different countries over there and look at them and appreciate them in a, in a quite a unique way. And uh but um I I kind of forgot what my point was, but uh uh but the main point is that uh, in Europe we have uh, organizations who are ready for when the balloon truly goes up, people know where to go and join, and then those organizations can achieve power. I.e., the, you know, you know, these organizations in Europe aren't the be-all and end-all, you know, but they're there, they're there, and they're geared and they're ready and to. to achieve power, to win political power, and then to change things for the better for our people, i.e., i.e., let me tell you right now, when all these, and it's not if, but when all these organizations achieve power, there's going to be the biggest mass expulsion <laughs> in, in, in the Earth's history, so Guaran- guaranteed. So what do they do? Do they, do, do they, do they sort of exist... Uh, below the surface a lot, below the radar, uh, is that it, or or do you know? Like I said, I, I have a I have a little bit of more of a difficult time understanding continental Europe than I do Great Britain, and or or do they actually have political power, even if some in some minor way? Yeah, they have. Like, uh, let's take France for an example. Okay, uh, France, the Front National uh, people, they run city councils up okay. and down France. From northern France to south south of France, actually run and run these towns very very well because every four years they get reelected. Ah. So also, um, it has the Front National has say thirty or to forty members of the national parliament. This might be also true for. Um, I'm going to be talking with a. Uh, I'm going to keep his name. Uh, Quiet for now. I'm going, to be, I'm going to be speaking with a. Um, I think he likes to say he's from Flanders, mm-hmm. and uh, and what I mean by that is that uh, uh, he's from Belgium. He lives in he lives in the in the political unit known as Belgium. Uh, oh, I think did you just drop James? No, I'm still here. Okay, something just kind of made a funny sound. Uh, anyway. Uh, uh, he lives in a political unit called Belgium, and uh, what that means is, is that uh, he is a, I believe, a Dutch-speaking uh, person uh, in a, in a country that speaks French, yeah. and, and that there's a split in that country, and he is a white nationalist. Mm-hmm. And 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 while I don't know his political affiliation, they have a very strong movement there. Uh, a party by the name of Vlaams Belong. Yep. 
and I believe that's how it's pronounced, and it was Vom's Block, and many of you know will know the story when I tell you it. He um, Vom's Block was the biggest single party in Parliament, and the opposition all unified against it. And then, eventually, they had this party declared illegal. Mm. And then, so it reformed into Vlaams Belong, uh, and, uh, and then uh, uh, they, they, they now have a very large presence in the parliament, too, maybe, maybe close to being the largest in, in parliament. And I imagine also, they, like the French example you were mentioning, they probably control a lot of towns. Yep. And, uh, you know, I wonder if they're able to keep the mud population under control in those towns. Um, it's hard to say. I, well, for the most part, uh, the Front National are in rural areas where uh-huh. the where the decent white French people still are, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, one part I'm, of mm, go ahead. I'm not really up on which major cities that they control, uh-huh. uh, but I think for the most part, it's mainly up and down. It, it's in the smaller towns that they do run the major conurbations. I think they're on the council, but the uh, I don't think they run them, you know. You know, speaking of France, and and this is something that was so evil that this administration in our country was behind, and this is that whole idea of old Europe that um, Rumsfeld and the neocons did to intentionally alienate Europe from our from us, and they did this in that last war, and you know they they a particular target of theirs is the French. And to be honest with you, I find the French a little difficult myself, and I'm, I'm sure you do. Uh, <laughs> but but also, and I'm sure most most uh, people from the British Isles do also. But uh, my God, uh, they're not our enemy, and uh, and and they're not they're not in the same league as a nigger, and uh, and and they are imperiled by the same forces we are, and. The constant anti-French crap that I see in this country—it uh, just sickens me. And and you know it's odd too because uh, you know this that country uh, that country helped us get our independence. And for Americans to treat that country the way that 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 we're treating it now—and you know maybe they're to blame for some of it also—but the, the the real the real blame is of course these Jewish neocons in our government. And who are behind this this anti-French sentiment in this country, and uh, you know you know they named the the, the French fries it, 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 uh, they wanted to name the French fries freedom fries yeah and uh, and that's crazy man and uh, uh, you know we went I mean granted these wars were fucked up but you know we went and fought with the French in World War One as well as you did mm-hmm. and and same thing with World War Two. Of course, we all fought on the wrong side, though, unfortunately. But mm. and you know, to, to to treat you know a nation like that, in, in which did so much for us in our beginning, and and you know, and we borrow some political ideas. We got um, we got the idea. <laughs> this is maybe we should maybe we should hate them, but we got the idea of divided government from them, and that was uh, Montesquieu. And he 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 formulated this whole idea of checks and balances and and so forth like that that we have in our system, and that was from France, and uh, and we have you know to 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 foment hatred against you know our own culture, 
Uh, it's truly evil, James. It is. And, and you know, I, I, frankly, I, I think I'm probably, I've probably inherited some of my anti-French prejudices from my ancestors, uh, uh, you know, who were, you know, overwhelmingly sort of uh, from Germany and the British Isles, uh, and they were mostly Protestant, uh, and, you know, so I kind of picked up some of that. But it doesn't go to the depth of being, uh, of being hate, hating them. Uh, like like these people are doing, and I, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see France ruined by you know niggers and and uh, and overrun. And and as far as this economic stuff that we're always we're always getting a lot of uh, oh France won't let them they won't let our movies in there they won't they won't you know accept our cheap imported goods you know and you know I think that's great. Mm. Uh, these efforts the French do about trying to protect their language. And to protect their cultural uh, cultures and and their rural way of life, mm-hmm. man, I say I say that's great. I, I I want that kind of stuff here. I say more power to them. I don't yeah. care. I don't it, care about bananas or uh, or or uh, you know uh, oats or whatever. I don't care about that. I care about mm. the blood. Yeah, definitely. And the, the 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 French have a a really great ingrained cultural heritage. Yeah, and they're prepared to stand stand for it, you know, for the most part. Yeah, I admire that. Mm. I certainly do, and and uh, uh, I I can't, you know, I, I I you know I really take this these attacks upon them, you know, very very seriously, and and you know. I mean, you can you can you can travel around Europe. You can go and meet members of the nationalist community in Great Britain. You can go and meet the nationalist community in Germany, in in France too, Spain, Sweden, Denmark, whatever country. You go and meet a fellow nationalist, fellow white nationalist, fellow fighter for for white Western civilization, and they're just like me and you. Yeah, they agree, hundred percent on everything that we're doing. Yeah. Well, James, uh, why don't we take an intermission? And uh, I, I'm really just about uh, took it out, talked out. And uh, <laughs> but I, I think I think folks. Uh, first of all, I, I've had a little bit of trouble recording this. There's been breaks in the in the archive of this, but uh, most all of it was recorded. And uh, I will I'll, I will have this up and for downloading. Uh, at some time, but I think we're going to fire up the broadcast later on tonight at 10 or 11, and you know, hopefully we can get uh, Alex. I don't, you know, no, no guarantees there. Uh, Stan and and I found out that actually I'm I'm so glad you you called in because uh, Craig is asleep right now. He's in a different time zone, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought he was going to call in. I think he may do it later tonight. And I, I can't. I, I I'll I'll post a message on the forum and on the blogs. Uh, if we're going to fire this thing up later tonight, uh, hopefully Stan can 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 host it uh, because I'm I'm just about I don't know I don't have the stamina staying power for this so uh, 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 and you should have been with us when we did that eight hours oh yeah <laughs> you know that's on the uh, if you go to if listeners go to um, the Vanguard Media Index off the blog and there are three sessions there. Uh, I edited those down, and so uh, you know there were there were some long spots with music in there, and and there were some outages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, those got cut out, but there's like uh, 
four hours of uh, of chat there, and uh, you know it was you, it was Alex, it was Chain, I mm-hmm. think, yeah, and uh, I think there were one or two callers that were very good, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, you all can download those, stuff them in your iPod or wherever. Uh, I think the iPod is just an awesome thing myself, but uh, yeah, people are craving this chat, by the way. Oh yeah, people on our, our side are craving it. And and they and they kind of get a little testy when we don't produce enough of it too. Yeah. Because uh, they 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 start you know kind of getting a little bit uh, disappointed in us when we don't uh, produce uh, this material. And I gotta tell you, folks, uh, you know I, I I I I'm just a real small player around here. But every once in a while I'll get an email or something, and and <clears throat> people think that you know we've got like secretaries and you know we've got. <laughs> Staff and and uh, there's actually somebody uh, you know answering the phone and stuff like that. I said, you know, this is all an effort of uh, of people who donate them their time and uh, you know and who have another life. Yeah, individuals uh, who yeah who basically have another life and are just donating spare time. Yeah, to, to get the word out. We don't we don't have found, we don't have any Jewish foundations that are giving us money. So uh, you know, uh, we do this, and you know, when we do this, it's it's a sacrifice. Uh, we we sacrifice our time, or we sacrifice our money, or we sacrifice time that we could be spending with our families in some cases. So, uh, you know, uh, look, uh, that's just the way it is. And and uh, but in return, you get undiluted truth from us, and we're not going to pull punches either. As I quote, there's no Jew between me and you. That's right. All right, let's uh, hang it up, James. And, and uh, I don't know if you can uh, – I'll, I'll post a note on the blog if there's going to be a 10 o'clock show. Uh, uh, that would be 10 p.m. Central, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, I think I think there is going to be because uh, I think Craig or Chain said he, he wanted to talk a little bit tonight. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'll be hosting it, but anyway – I, we got some listeners because I can see on the feed we have some listeners now. So, uh, yeah, we actually have more now than we had earlier. So, anyway, uh, uh, check back later. And uh, I, I've got to get some water and get some rest. And uh, hopefully you'll you'll be back again, too. I will make my best effort to be there, Jeff. All right. All right. And thank you for inviting me on the program again. My, my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.